You are listening to a Sunday sermon from St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Bellevue, Washington. We are a community that seeks God's presence, serves Christ in others, and grows together in our faith. Welcome to our podcast. The following sermon was preached on the first Sunday after Pentecost, May 30th, 2021, by the Reverend Steve Best, Associate for Couples and Family Life at St. Thomas. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicholas said to Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, We speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, on Trinity Sunday, when I get to preach, I have two promises I try to make to myself and to God and to the congregation. One, I'm going to try not to explain away the mystery. I'm going to try to point you towards the the mystery, so let me know at the end of the service how I did. And I promise you that I'm not going to enter you into 2,000 years of tomes and debates about the ultimate meaning of the Trinity. So... I hope that reduces some concerns. It does for me, at least. If we happen to have 
an engaged teacher in our life, we're encouraged to ask questions. Some of you can recount in your own school experiences the teachers that really encouraged you to ask questions and then the teachers that kind of said, well, I'm in charge, what do you know? <laughs> Today we're talking about our best mystery teachers and what comes immediately to mind is our children and our grandchildren. Have you noticed that they seem to be a little bit more free to wonder about things, engage with God's creation in an open, honest, spontaneous way? I'll never forget the time that our now grown-up daughter, Rachel, once asked me, who turned out the lights at night? Now, Rachel was about two or three at the time, and I answered in a Nicodemus kind of way, a bit clueless. You might say it's something like, like this. Honey, well, there's a light switch here over on the wall, and look at Daddy, I'm going over here, and I can turn it up and down, and see how easy for Daddy to do that. <laughs> now, Rachel at this point was sitting straight up in bed, fully animated, growing impatient. No, Daddy, I mean out there, out the window. Daddy, who turns on the light, on and off, out there? <laughs> Gently suppressing my embarrassment about being so slow to get it, I said, oh, oh, you mean out there, sweet? Okay, well, God turns the light on each morning and turns it off every night. He has the biggest light switch at all. I guess she took that as a kind of an answer, but she's been asking the questions all the way along, and I'm trying not to get in the way of her mystery. For these past months, especially past weeks, we've all been talking about how to reopen things, and usually it has to do with physical spaces. But today I want to talk about opening our eyes to the mysterious, the God-inspired spaces and places in our lives. If Trinity Sunday teaches us anything, it teaches about the most important spiritual realities. The Spirit of God is a free agent, free as the wind blows, and often delivers a peace and a joy and a curiosity that surpasses all understanding. As important as it is to collect and analyze good data and use scientific methodology whenever appropriate, make logical decisions, the ultimate mystery of the triune God, the creator, the redeemer, and the sustainer opens and reopens us to mystery. And it refuses to be limited by the categories of our imagination or even our minds. As we become adults and age, or succumb to the fog of a pandemic year, it's so tempting to let go of trying to live with mystery. We want certainty. It's so hard to look beyond the immediate horizon. Sometimes we're not even aware that we're saying this mantra to ourselves, been there, heard that, tried that, and we begin then to stop wondering, we stop imagining, stop creating, and often fall into a kind of a sleepy, dreary, overpredictable, quite frankly boring life until something happens that opens our eyes back up. This is what I think happened for Nicodemus. For what I can tell, he had pretty much figured out his entire life until he met Jesus. He had it all. He had a life, a good life. He was a leader. His identity, he knew who he was. 
He knew where he was going in his life until he met Jesus. He was among the most educated, the powerful, the privileged in his society. And as a Pharisee, he'd achieved his, the very highest status in his own religion. And he probably wasn't hurt, hurting financially. He had no earthly reason to be looking or searching for anything else. But he has one redeeming virtue, curiosity and wonder. Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Hooray, Nicodemus! Your wondering has led you to questions. Your questions have led you to Jesus, and Jesus has led you to new life. Thank you, Nicodemus, for showing us how Jesus opens things up, turns things around, and creates something new. What an important message for us to get a hold of this year, and every year for that matter. Like Nicodemus, our lives have been shaken up thoroughly, as the psalmist talking about today, they're shaking us up in the wilderness. And now we're beginning to see some new things about ourselves and our lives. Some of the new things we like, and that's beautiful, and we can build on it. Some of the things we don't like within ourselves. I've witnessed folks bravely look at their jobs and their careers with a critical eye. Some of them realize they should have left that particular career years ago. I've seen couples look at their marriages long and hard and try to work on things. And sometimes they've had to part. But the thing is, they're trying to be honest. And what about the injustice in society? Some of our eyes have been opened. And I hope they were all different because of this new awareness and act differently in the future. As the old adage goes, insanity is to keep doing things over and over again, expecting a different result. Thank you, God, for changing us. Like Nicodemus, we have a chance to engage and re-engage with the triune God, who meets us where we are and then turns our lives upside down and shows us a new way. When any of us are asked, are you born from the mystery above? I hope all of us can answer with confidence, yes, I am born again to the mystery, again and again and again. But the Nicodemus story and the Trinity story would not be complete unless we talk a little bit about John 3.16, which unfortunately has often been reduced to a cliche and stripped of its transforming power. I know that all of us have encountered John 3.16 on the way to a ball game. Just the other night that we were going past the Mariners, I could see someone on a loudspeaker. He hadn't gotten to John 3.16 yet, thank goodness. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who might believe in him may not perish but have eternal life. Ultimately, the power of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Trinity is fully revealed in all of its majesty when we let faith work. Not only as seeing God is not only the creator, and not only as the incarnate one who redeems and heals, and not only as the Holy Spirit who guides and sustains and comforts and advocates, but when they all come together, there's a synergy. There is a real happening that's overpowering, just like Nicodemus experienced. 
when all three dimensions of divine mystery come together for love and furthering the purpose of love, beautiful things happen. John 3.16, eternal life. It's not just some past thing. It's not some uh, future forecast. It is right now. We don't have to do any more analysis, no more contingency planning. We have to open our eyes to see this mystery. Can we do it? I believe we can, and we are. I believe the story of Nicodemus clearly shows that trying God is desiring to open our eyes up in new ways that maybe some of us have never imagined and experienced in our life. They are all there for us to see in this scripture with Nicodemus. We see God as the healer and the teacher, the rabbi named Jesus. We see God as the blowing and ever-flowing spirit, and God as the creator who birthed the world in love. May God open us, reopen us, so we have the eyes to see and wonder as a, with the curiosity of a child. And once again, engage this mystery of God and of life. May we all be born again and again and again. Amen. For more information about St. Thomas Episcopal Church, please visit our website at www.stthomasmedina.org.